You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay, guys. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five straight AFC title games. That's it. That's that's the topic. I I jokingly... I jokingly asked the question on Twitter, like, hey, is it good or bad to host five straight AFC title games? And there were far too many people who wanted to be like, how could you think it's bad? Or people who actually believed it's bad. How could that be bad? What? That's what? an objectively who are these great people? thing. You know they are? They're sour fans that want to- fans? They want to- No, they want to knock down the Chiefs a little bit by being like, oh, wow, five, huh? How many, uh, how many Super Bowls that lead to? Like, how many of you even played in? Because the Chiefs keep playing in it every year. So that means you aren't. Somebody else has to be, right? So- I'm sorry, not as impressive to just never go to them and then also never win it. Like, it is a standalone accomplishment. I think if you tie it to the Super Bowls, it does get messy because if they don't win the Super Bowl again this year, hosting five straight AFC title games won't sound as cool, will it, right? If you're like, wow, you only got to two of those Super Bowls in five years. But to me, I equate this to the same thing that we talk about getting into the tournament or uh, Bill Self, Nick, you'll appreciate this. Kayla, sorry, you root for Missouri (laughs) basketball, so there's just no way to have this conversation about your team. But it's uh, Bill Self in the Elite Eight. And they're like, oh, that's a bad record in the Elite Eight. I'm like, yeah, but he's got no chance at a Final Four and no chance at winning the title unless he's in the Elite Eight. So to me, that's how I view the AFC title game. The only way to even have a chance at a Super Bowl or be in that conversation is is to be in the AFC title game. The only other team who's hosted more AFC title games or been to more straight is the Patriots at six. So, I mean, to me, that that accomplishment speaks for itself. Five straight AFC title games, especially all at your home building, is an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking about it on Saturday night and trying to sort of reflect on that and in thinking back to, you know, this franchise. We think about the Chiefs brand as like being really strong right now. It was not strong 10 years ago. Before Andy Reid showed up, I mean, yeah, you were, you know, one of the main, you were a brand that everybody recognized, but it wasn't a brand of consistency. It wasn't a brand that was littered with success. And now you think about how two guys can sort of change everything with Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes. And it's, it's shocking in that there are other franchises who are so relevant and every single year, for whatever reason, like cannot get over that plateau and for the Chiefs to continue to get back there, it almost makes me feel guilty as a Chiefs fan. Like, I don't deserve this. Like, this is not – we're not appreciative enough. I think back on all the things that I've said over the course of the year. I, we, we fire Steve Spagnuolo every other week. We <laughs> talk about Andy's late-game decision-making. We talk about, are we sure this offense is talented enough? Like, are we sure that, like, the, the, the draft selections, like, are they doing the right things with the running backs? It's like, stop it. Stop ever being critical of this team because of the fact that every other fan base would kill to be in your position. Every other team, every other franchise, every other quarterback would kill to be a part of the Chiefs organization because of how good it has been 
over the last five years. So I know that you have bigger aspirations to go and win the Super Bowl, but I think it is healthy to every now and again remind yourself of how fortunate you are that this franchise has been so damn good over the last five seasons. Again, my kid is in first grade. The Chiefs have been in the divisional round and five AFC title games in her living life. That's it. No (laughs) other existence for her. She was asking if she could stay down for the podcast. She's like, I'll be really quiet. I was like, well, I appreciate it. Um, But, you know, like if you're going to come down here for the podcast, you might as well have some opinions on this. You got to contribute. Yeah. So you you could have said that line. You could say I'm I'm in first grade. The Chiefs go to the AFC title game, right? That's a lock. Be like, yeah, it is. (laughs) There's no other way around it. Because at this point, that's it. Like, Nick, your friend earlier, to reference back your friend in the podcast, do you even appreciate it? I think Chiefs fans do appreciate the AFC title game thing. I don't give a shit about the divisional round game. means nothing to me. Just just useless. Useless game I don't care about. Because it doesn't mean anything because it's not where they're going to end up because of this conversation, right? They're in the AFC title game. I don't care who they're playing or where or why they're in the divisional round. That game is meaningless to me. Get me to the real where the real juice starts. We're down to the final four teams, and one of them is always the Chiefs. I will never not take this for granted and think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, yeah, there was a tweet I saw um, yesterday after going 22 years without a playoff win and a 45 year span with only three playoff wins. Kansas City has won nine playoff games over the last four years, five straight AFC title games. Patrick Mahomes has more playoff wins than every other past Chiefs QB combined. It's so Burrow's doing the same thing for the Bengals. It's kind of crazy because he's got five playoff wins, which is more than they had like the 30 years combined. But they had never in 58 years, they had never hosted an AFC title game in Kansas City, Kayla, and they've hosted five straight. The only five years Patrick Mahomes has been the starter for this team. Like that's the part you have to tie together. It's Patrick Mahomes has only been here for five years. The only thing he does is at least get to the AFC title game. Like that's bare minimum in any year for, for Patrick Mahomes. I hope that shuts down the who's the best quarterback discussion for a while. Uh, the the Burrow, if he wins this week, the Burrow fans will be loud. I To me, it'll just be like he, Burrow's not the better quarterback, but he's on the better team. It's kind of my instant no, but gut they'll reaction. No, the, but they'll do the same thing. They'll do the same okay. thing that we're doing with the Bills. They'll say, cool, congrats on your MVP yep. trophies. Congrats on the regular season. Yep. We beat you when it matters. And we're but if they lose the Super Bowl, then I'll be like, well, win one. And then we'll have a conversation. Cool that you beat Mahomes. Do you have a yeah, win Yeah, but like I no? said earlier, Joe Burrow would just say, I was in college the last time you guys won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I like that there's real, like this game had no juice. Remember we talked about the Jags game? Juice. Already. It feels just good. It, immediate juice for this game. It makes <laughs> you, it gives you, it gives you life knowing that there is another team that like, Feels like they've got like they're neck and yeah. neck with you. Like with the Bills, it was always like prove it, prove it, prove it. There's none of that with the Bengals. It's like no. okay, there's this team kind of gunning for us, and it feels like they have a shot. I'm not. I don't think the Bengals are better than the Chiefs, but that's sort of the the rivalries that make this whole thing fun. One hundred percent. And for all the haters, we do deserve this. Okay. Yes, we do. Last but not least, guys, our winners and losers. Okay, so um, I, I thought about winners, and then I, I went ahead on the side and I took a straw poll, and it turns out mm-hmm. we are all going to vote for the same person. Yep. That man, a great man, I might say, <laughs> and someone I've never doubted for even one second. <laughs> Chad Henney. Chad Henney's the winner for this game. Screw the rest of this. We can all agree 
It is Chad Henney who led his team, having not played a snap this season, on a 98-yard touchdown drive. Flawless. Right after Patrick Mahomes went down with injury. Just flawless. Just brought him right down the field. Ran the exact same route on a third down to keep the drive going that he used to beat the Browns two years ago on the or three years ago on the way to win the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, flawless execution. If you watch the way the team cheered for him in the locker room after, there was only one chance at one winner in this, and it was always going to be Chad Henney. Honorable yeah. mention Patrick Mahomes with one foot. Yes, but Chad and- Honorable mention Frank Clark as well. Um, <laughs> and and him. So, yeah, so those guys all were, were fantastic. But for Henny to come in, and here's the thing I love about Chad Henny. He's such a novelty item. You know, I feel like the way we talk about him, and the, honestly, the way that Cody just talked about him, which was very respectful, but it's also like, you only do it because it's what, 37-year-old Chad Henny, who's just like, I guess I'll come back and be the backup for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'll be over here if you guys need me. Um, just like, give me a call in case something terrible happens. I don't think Chad Henney ever expects to go in the game, but when he does, it's like, okay, no pressure. Um, not like this is the best offense in the NFL with Super Bowl aspirations and, oh, it's the playoffs again. (laughs) That's the only time you need me in like critical junctures (laughs) of the season. So the fact that he's able to come in, it was just for one drive and, and do what he did. I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm cool with Chad Henney being like this cartoon character, like half backup quarterback, half team mascot, and this guy that we sort of rally around. It's awesome. He's he's like, uh, I was trying to think if there was like a guy during the Royals run that I remembered like this, and it's probably Christian Cologne. Never an everyday player. Just And look, I know it's different in baseball because like Henney never plays, but like never an everyday player. And it's like, hey, Christian, I know that it's like, the World Series, and we kind of need like you know like a game winning hit. Do, do you do you, do you mind? He's like, yeah, <laughs> sure, I guess so. You know, whatever. Um, it doesn't make sense. It's just like what he does. Like I don't know. Like maybe Chad Hinton doesn't ever have enough time in his life to really get worried. All of a sudden, he's just playing quarterback. He's like, oh god, what happened? You're like, well, you're playing quarterback now. He's like, oh that okay. Well, I guess I'm doing that now. Because even before that moment, it didn't seem like he was going to stay in that game. And yet, still did. So it's like... Miss, yeah. No, Go just kind of remarkable. No, it's just kind of remarkable. I, I, yeah, he is he is a Chiefs folk hero. You will always know the name Chad Henney, even though he's played a total of like 40 snaps for this team. Mr. Reliable and just cool as a cucumber. Do we have losers? Yeah, I you know it, it was a it was a divisional round weekend. I think it's fair to do losers. Mine was Daniel Jones because mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about how rich Daniel Jones was going to get, and I think he's probably going to get a little less rich. Um, <laughs> ooh, boy, that was bad. That was real bad. Like if you were the Giants and you were like, "We're gonna we're gonna stay down the Daniel Jones road," you're like, "You sure?" I don't think that's such a great idea. Like it's not that you can't win some games, but you know, we all. You're not going to do this, Reggie. You're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to be stuck in neutral. You'd be honest to God, better off trading for Derek Carr. Don't go down the Daniel Jones road. It, it was, he had 15 passing touchdowns in the regular season. We saw him play one good wild card game and people were ready to give him like three for $90 million. Be smart. Be smart about this, Giants, because then otherwise you'll end up being the loser at this conversation. But at this moment, I think Daniel Jones maybe lost the most this weekend. Kayla, who's your loser? 
Don't. Don't. <laughs> uh, Nick, I see you're wearing a hat there, and I can't help but notice that KU took an L to TCU oh, no. on Saturday, 83 to 60. Nick was in the building Seems, for that. Nick Kayla. was there for yeah. the game. Um, Seems irrelevant. This conversation. <laughs> Does it? How did, I have to get it in where I can. Nobody you know, lost it, for the Chiefs, Nick. Somebody good had to lose. Nobody lost that's for the my, Chiefs. That's my loser, KU basketball and Nick's hat. Okay. Well, then I'll just go ahead and say what I thought you were going to say, which is oh. my loser for this week is me. You know what? <laughs> go, the fact that I had the nerve, I had the nerve to say that the Chiefs didn't have Super Bowl vibes makes me sick to my stomach. So Thank I you. apologize <laughs> for what I said. I apologize for what I've done. I know I can't take it back. I can only, you know, look in the mirror and try to be a better person moving forward. And I'm going to use this as sort of something to, you know, guide the rest of my life and I'm going to learn from it. So uh, I'm sorry for what I did and I hope you guys can forgive me, but uh, the Super Bowl vibes are alive and well in Kansas City. The It's Hallelujah. always giving Kansas City credit. We're very forgiving, very forgiving. We that's, forgive a, that's a man of accountability right there. It's, it's, you know, it's hard sometimes to admit when you're wrong. This is, this is a good moment. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Glad you're back with us, Nick. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today on It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. That is Cody Tapp. He is Nick Schwartz. I am Kayla Canaram, and we will be back with you all on Wednesday. 